This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Here's the play fake. Hoyer over the middle. Deflected and intercepted. Right into the hands of Tremaine Edmonds. Of Josh Jacobs and Edmonds. Johnny on the spot with the interception. Well, this one's not on Hoyer. I mean, he's throwing Jacobs in the direction that he wants him to turn. And you're going to see the zone coverage. There's so much space in the middle of this football field. They're going to attack right in there. Watch, everybody blows out of there. And Jacob's just drifting a little bit on that route. He's got to stop and keep his feet in cement, turn his chest to the quarterback, and give him a target. And then the quarterback can throw it to one of his edges the way he wants him to turn. This is a huge turnover for the Bears. Bajan has to take advantage. We're back, live with more Gabe Ramirez on 670 The Score. It's a Plumbers 911 Football Monday right here on 670 The Score. Presented by Busey Bank, and it's not a game, Illinois.com. Big interception right there. Love seeing Tremaine Edmonds uh, get his second one in two weeks. Uh, and we're going to be talking to some of the big difference makers in the Bears game here on 670 The Score. Of course, Dustin Rhodes starting in just two hours. Five o'clock going to be leading you into with the pregame. Right after that, Mully and Haw got a great show for you. Olin Krutz jumping on 7 a.m. to talk about the Bears game, fresh off doing the post-game show uh, here on 670 as well. He's going to have some great thoughts for you. DJ Moore, if you did not know, every single Monday, 8 a.m., DJ Moore must listen to radio. Uh, you got to check him out. 8 o'clock will be on with Mully and Haw. And then Brad Biggs joins the guys at 9 a.m. Then Bernstein and Holmes. They keep the show rolling. Anthony Heron, my guy from Bears Unleashed on Fox 32, he's going to be joining the fellas at 11 a.m., then Dan Wiederer jumping on at noon, and then Parkinson Spiegel. I mean, these guys definitely got, the, to me, uh, if I was if I put Mully and Hawes guests in a battle royale with everybody else, I probably would take Parkinson Spiegel. Kurt Warner jumping on 2.40 p.m., then Mark Grody, at four o'clock, and then Jalen Johnson, the two like I know he is going to be swinging his chain so loudly on that show today at five o'clock, and I cannot wait to hear what he has to say. I'm most certainly going to be playing that audio later in the week as well. Uh, but must listen to radio. Keep it locked. We're live and local for you all Monday long, uh, starting with me. The phone lines are open though. Three one two six forty four. 67-67. I started the show with the question, does this mean it's Justin Fields? 
Lou Getzey puts together this, this great scheme for the day. Hey, man, we're going to run the ball, even though he didn't run with Dante Foreman from the beginning. Two games in a row, Dante Foreman starting, doesn't get the first carry of the game. It goes to Darrington Evans. Just weird to me. Anyway, um, but the scheme was there. Run the ball, keep him in third and manageable, knowing that Tyson Bajan can get the ball out quickly and accurately to some of these receivers that were out there, and, and that's what happened. Three drives over six minutes, one of them lasting eight minutes. I mean, you're talking about an undrafted rookie quarterback that is literally operating the offense at such a high level and just moving the chains, moving the chains, not doing too much. There was a point in the game where I felt like he got a bit comfortable and he was on the verge of making some mistake, just, just you know, being overconfident in his arm and his abilities. But fortunately, nothing like that happened. Clean sheet today. That's the other thing about Tyson Bajan. You talk about learning from your mistakes. We said that last year with Kyler Gordon, right? Beginning of the year, taking his lumps, taking his bruises. Second half of the year, getting interceptions, being a difference maker. Learning on the job. Tyson Bajan. Two big turnovers last week. The fumble for the touchdown. The interception at the end of the game, right? Can't make the errant throw. Got to protect the football. He was moving well in the pocket. Fortunately, was finding space to get away in every instance where the pocket was collapsing on. And, you know, he did a good job of that. Again, it's just good good play managing the ball. The issues, 21 completions, 164 yards. One pass over 15 yards on the day. And then, which was almost embarrassing, last play of the game, they put in Nathan, or last play of the first half, they put in Nathan Peterman to throw the Hail Mary. And Tyson Bajan actually... Talked about that in the post game. Right before the half, the guys had the, the shot to Hail Mary. It had been about a 60 yard eight to the end zone. They chose to go with Nate. You think you can get it to the end zone from there about 60? Yeah, I mean, I think I've got a cannon. Um, <laughs> you know, I wouldn't be here if I didn't. I think that there was, you know, we're playing in the Windy City. I had one this week that came off my hand a little funny, but, uh, you know, never want to get it twisted. Uh, Nate's got a very powerful arm as well. Um, but I, I like to think that I've got an extremely strong arm and the ball most definitely would have got there, but it would so with Nate too. So I had obviously no problem there. I like the fact that Tyson Bajan has his own version of code switching. You know what I'm saying? Like if you pull up the clip, Tyler, of him in the locker room, like in his post game speech, like when you hear him talk there, and then I'm going to play a clip from his, his actual post game on Fox that I want to play for you. But this is the, this is uh you got it up there. This is him in the locker room. Just check out Tyson. Tyson Bajan sound like Travis Kelsey. Hold on. First start. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. jump man you know we had adversity last week justin going down and you know right from the get y'all had my back so i couldn't appreciate y'all anymore couldn't have did that without y'all today and glad we go out there and get it going i love you, <laughs> I love you tyson <laughs> that's what somebody said i love it people were hating on justin fields in the background justin fields was smiling he's not worried about it but he gets it he's like damn that could have been my dub i, I know justin fields wishes he would have done that thoughts on tyson Bajan. thoughts on the bears 312-644-6767.
Phone lines are open, ready to take your calls, ready to take your thoughts. Uh, here's Tyson Bajan in the post game, though. Uh, he was on with Fox in the afterwards. They asked him some some interesting stuff, but again, it's it. He sounds so much different in this post game than he did in the locker room when he actually got the game ball. Oh, when he actually got the game ball, he sounded a little bit different. But you know, what do you expect? The guy knows who he is. You know, you got to be. He's like Kanye. You know, Kanye a little bit everywhere. Got it. Yeah, here, take, take a listen to this. Definitely had nerves today. I appreciate Coach looking out for me. Uh, not not so much so that I that I might have needed that, but, you know, that's just one example of everybody that's been looking out for me this week and having my back. And, you know, obviously I could not appreciate that anymore. Yeah, sounds like a different guy to me there, right? Or am I tripping? Yeah, 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 that was it. No, I'm saying, but was that the – that, that sounded like the same guy that was in the locker room. That's what I was trying to say. It sounded like two different guys to me. He sounded a little bit more, less swaggy. <laughs> exactly. That's, I think that's a per. He sounded, yeah. all right, man, I got swag in that locker room. Yeah, now he's yeah, just yeah. sounding like a professional, you know, giving that <laughs> post-interview. <laughs> Shout out Tyson Bajan. I love stuff like that. <laughs> he's got he's got that swag factor, uh, man. Respect well, to why, him. That's why everybody likes him, right? And that's why, again, the questions that started off was, does this mean it's Justin Fields, right? Because Justin Fields is very capable of putting together a game like this, right? 21 for 29, 160 yards, Justin, and no turnovers. Justin Fields could do that. Three rushes for 25 yards, you know? Complete some 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 third and fives. I think it's, he's very capable. Washington game, no turnovers, and look what happened. Yeah. They won. You know, he's, he's capable. It's about doing it consistently, right? Where you can't have a game where you throw for 300 yards and three touchdowns because you're capable of that. But sometimes you got to win games in different ways and, and you don't have to try so much. Trust your team. Trust the fact that Dante Foreman's going to get it there. Don't, don't, don't keep it and get yourself four yards, right? Let the running back do his job. And I think that's what, that's what happened today. You saw everyone kind of leaning on each other. Tyson Bajan simply did his job. Dante Foreman did his job. DJ Moore, give me the ball more times than anyone else. That I am your number one. Eight, nine targets, eight receptions. Bam. Like, trust your people. Granted, he didn't get into the end zone, but he had a ton of, ton of first downs, ton of great catches, confidence builders for Tyson Bajan. On the defensive side, Jalen Johnson, do your job. Shut people down. Tyreek Stevenson made some mistakes. He's a rookie still. But three pass deflections on the day. Aggressive defense, an intimidator. Edmonds with the turnover. Like everyone was just doing their Jacairo Santos with a 54 yard banger. Like everyone was responsible for their job and did it at a high level and they executed something that Coach Eberflus preaches often. Speaking of Coach Eberflus, he did talk to the media following the game and had some interesting things to say about Tyson Bajan, some interesting praise for the defense. But overall, uh, a happy Coach Eberflus following a victory. Okay, good afternoon. Um, again, I want to thank the fans. Uh, they were outstanding today um, on third down uh, for the defense. Defense felt that out there. And also, I know the offense appreciated uh, the fans as well, um, you know, being real supportive of, uh, you know, our, our young quarterback and, uh, you know, the efforts that they put out there today. Uh, so first and foremost, thank those guys. But uh, 
Um, again, a uh, really good day. The one word that stands out to me is complimentary football, um, and that's really what it was all about. We wanted to come into the game and run the ball, and we did a, a really nice job of that, controlling the game that way, and also being able to stop the run. And I thought that was really good by uh, the offense and defensive line. Um, when you can own the line of scrimmage like that, I think that's always a big, a big positive, you know. And then the other, the other part of that being up front is that you know protecting the quarterback. That's a huge uh, thing that we have to do. Give him time, and then also on defense line, affecting the quarterback with our rush or our pressure, whatever that might be. So um, that was excellent there. And then obviously the ball uh, being plus three uh, today was uh, gives you a high percentage to win. And uh, we, you know, capitalized that after we got that on the short field there. You know, with Maine, we end up scoring a touchdown there, which is great. Obviously, when you score on defense, that's also a good uh, a good percentage for winning, too. But uh, that was good. Great to see Jalen Johnson get a couple picks, you know, a multiple picks in his uh, first time. That was cool to see that. Uh, but, uh, yeah, overall, just, you know, 14 points off the turnovers, and that was excellent. And uh, uh, complimentary football all around. Uh, t- talk about Tyson. Um, you know, like we talked about all week, you know, there was poise, uh, there was pocket presence. Uh, he did get some pressures sometimes, and he did evade the rush and deliver the ball down the field, which I thought he did a really nice job of, of distributing the ball to the skill. Um, and that was uh, really good to see uh, multiple receivers and all those things, but that was good. And then Deontay Foreman did a nice job of, of running the ball. Evans did a nice job running the ball. Those guys did a really good job. And our hats off to uh, Chris Morgan. You know, Chris Morgan did a really good job of setting up those runs, you know, uh, you know, during the course of the week and did a really good job in terms of, you know, the protection. You know, when you're dealing with a, a rusher like that, you know, I think we did a solid job of that, you know, disrupting his timing and, and his uh, pass rush, uh, all pro player, and you certainly got to be able to take care of that guy. Uh, and I thought we did a solid job of that uh, during the course of, of the day. But uh, – uh, with that, I'll open up to questions. How do, you, how do you decision to put Nathan Peterman in for that last second hail mary. What one is that? Yeah, I mean, you know, Nate's got a, Nate's got a big arm, a real big arm, and that was out really outside of our normal uh, time to do that uh, in terms of field position. Um, so we just put him back there. Now with Tyson, how did he do with just the overall operation, keeping things organized, keeping everybody where they should be? His first start ever. Yeah, I thought he did really well. You know, he did really well in terms of the operation, you know, getting the pl- play call in and out. You know, sometimes, you know, because of the situation, it could be the gain that you just had or whatever, you know, the, you know, clocks, the shot clocks for the play caller is going down. It's at 23 and it stops at 15 and you got to, he's got to be able to rip the call in there. And if it's a longer call, then he's got to get the call out and you got to get to the line of scrimmage, you know, before you get a delay. And I thought he did a nice job of that, um, you know, getting the playoff, you know, in a timely fashion all day. And uh, he did a nice job. Yeah, I think there's multiple ways to win, uh, but we believe in uh, running the ball. Uh, we really do because of uh, where we live, where we play football uh, here in Chicago, and I think that's an important part of it. And stopping the run is also very, very important to us. Um, you know, so that's always going to be you know something that we, we we want to do. Now you don't have to do it every game, but uh, it's something that that's good for us. From a game planning standpoint, what went into um, trying to make sure that that Tyson was in the best position to be able to manage the game and not put the entire game on his shoulders per se? Yeah, just uh, that's a great question, and really that's that was the whole thing we wanted to do. You know, we want him to have uh, you know 
good rhythm, timing, um, good protection. Um, you know, don't let 98 wreck the game. You know, so that was uh, all of our keys to victory were there, you know, and then distribute the ball to the skill, you know, and then when you were able to run the ball the way we were, then they're able to, you know, they have to come up and crowd the line of scrimmage. So it puts some good advantageous pass positions for us um, offensively. So um, overall, it was great by the, really good by the whole group. That factor into the decision in the series right at the, at the end of the first half to not choose to bang the timeouts and say, hey, if it runs out, it runs out. And it gives yeah, that was – but that was right on the cusp, you know, so we're at 50. It was at 53. Um, you know, typically you can get a playoff within 13 seconds, you know, get up on a line and do that, and we're okay there. Um, but uh, it took more time. You know, the guys got lined up. It took it took too too long. Respect, I mean, before so, that, right, before the third down, uh -huh. before you convert the third down play to not yeah. go timeout after the first or second. Yeah, that's above our that's above our number. Yep. And that, that was, uh, we haven't when we talked to you Friday, you said you were going to keep monitoring Justin. Double back on Monday. Uh, physically, uh, how is he two days later? And, and what's the challenge for you going forward in terms of managing that? Is that head coach where you have a quarterback who filled in and mm -hmm. did not look too, uh, too far out of his comfort zone? Yeah, so with Justin, we'll see where he is uh, tomorrow. He's going to visit with the doctors. Um, I know his spirits are great. I know he's done a great job during the course of the week, and he did an awesome job today uh, working with Tyson, you know, on the sideline and talking to him before the game, going through the first 15. You know, all the way through. So, but in terms of his you know, health, where he is, all that, we'll know more tomorrow. Tyreek Stevenson had several big snaps against Devontae Adams and several big moments. How would you evaluate how he did going against Adams? He did well. He did well. You know, uh, Tyreek is a young corner. You know, so he's going to continue to grow. Uh, this matchup was obviously a big matchup. You know, he wasn't matching him the whole time, but he was some. Um, and again, he'll learn from that. You know, he's going to play against a lot of really good receivers this year. And the important part of a rookie is just to keep learning. You know, take that, put it in your file, and learn, you know, for the next time you play that particular player because it's all about the one-on-ones and all about the matchups out there. So, um, and you got to be able to have a, a short-term memory out there. So um, that's important. That's what was so great about Jalen. You know, Jalen ended up getting the uh, the DPI at the, you know, on that goal ball uh, versus number 11, and he just, you know, went on to the next play. Just moved forward to the next play. He knows fundamentally what he can do better. And uh, end up getting those couple picks. Your offensive, line, your offensive line today is just so far off of what you had planned going into the season. When you have backups in there, you have guys out of position. Why did it work today? Uh, well, you know, uh, Lucas was at center. That we liked that. You know, he was back there healthy. We we liked that. And then, uh, you know, putting Tevin back over to the, where he played last year. I think that's very comfortable for him. And then having Cody back at his spot at, at left spot. So you got a lot of experience. You know, in the middle part of your offensive line, there. I mean, just look at the total reps of being at right guard, center, and then left guard. You know, there's some you know familiarity there for those guys and comfort level. So that's what I think most of it was. But uh, but again, the coaches did a heck of a job, and those players did a really good job. It's not easy to to move around. I mean, and again, you guys know we moved around a lot. So uh, the guys did a good job. Your time around what's left an impression on you about who he is as, as a, a guy and then obviously as a player? Yeah, I mean, I would really, for him, his ability to stay positive, you know, because, you know, when he was, was down, you know, and then we activated him up, he was the same guy all the time. And that was pretty cool. You know, he was he was doing show team stuff, and, you know, this guy was a heck of a back. And, you know, we just, you know, at the time, we're heavy at back. At, at the halfback position. So, and again, he took it in stride and he knew his opportunity was going to come. Um, last week, he, you know, he wanted to perform better and today he did, you know. So I think, you know, he's got to start stacking performances and, uh, and keeping that positive can do attitude like he did.
the DPI on second and 25. What was the explanation you got? And you seem pretty hot about it for the next couple of minutes. What, what were you trying to uh, what were you trying to uh, tell the officials? Yeah, I mean, sometimes you agree uh, and you disagree, right? And we rarely agree to disagree. But uh, I, I think that uh, it's uh, that situation. You know, they called what they called, and when you get them in second and twenty-five, you know, we had just pressured on the on the play before because everybody thinks you're going to play coverage there, and uh, so we got them in a good situation, and then uh, you end up giving them a new set of downs. That's why I was. My lid came off a little bit. And Jeff, what do you think? Is there any question for your starting quarterback? Yes. Yeah, Justin's our starting quarterback. I mean, Tyson's the backup came in, did a nice job, you know. And then we'll again, we don't know where Justin is. We'll see where it is. We don't know if this is gonna. It's a week to week thing, and we'll assess it more tomorrow. There were certain elements of the offense today where it felt like you were able to lock it. Maybe not that way in the first six weeks. Why do you think that is? Like screen games, their downs today. Yeah, I just think it was all guys working together. You know, the operation was nice. You know, they did a nice job and uh, distributed the ball to the skill. Let the skill run and let him move. And uh, I thought we did a good job of that today. How did you evaluate how Tyson did specifically with timing throws and anticipation throws? Good. Yeah, I thought he did a nice job. You know, those those uh, speed outs, you know, the one that he hit to, uh, you know, DJ at the end. And that big third down, that was nice. That was good. And really the, the ability to evade and then also throw the ball, um, I thought he did a nice job, you know, nice accurate passes there too. What happened to Brisker of the two-point? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I know he got hit, and I don't know where it is. I don't have the answer for you right now. Uh, but it was, it's, it's, an elite, it's a legal pick because you are allowed that. It was within one yard, so you're allowed to come down and pick and, and do the rub. Um, you know, so again, we don't have a couple ways to to handle that defensively, um, and that's what it was. was it related or was it? Today, coach, and they had 39. They stopped. They held them to 39 yards rushing. Talk to me about what's going on there. They, the last couple of games, they've been really improving on a regular basis. It's just to finally get to know each other. Or what's the difference? It looks like a different defense now than at the beginning of the year. Um, well, we had some guys injured. In the beginning of the year, and we had our, some secondary issues uh, going forward, and now we got guys back. You know, so I think it's just continuity. Um, you know, they got the they got me calling it. You know, and they're and they're you know continuity there. I think that's important. You know, and then we're we're aggressive. Not only aggressive with the calls, we're aggressive with the uh, with the with the techniques. You know, and you want to play that aggressive style. So they got no, uh, but the guys are they got it's, it takes all of us right. It takes all of us, and it's important that we um, play together, you know, and play with good fundamentals and good technique, and that's the players. And they're doing a really good job of, of improving every single week in the technique and fundamentals. Was Brisker, Brisker's injury concussion-related, or was it a bodily injury? It is. It is. Uh, I don't know yet. I don't know. I know he was hit right here. You know, I don't know where it is right now. Um, Andre has not given me any updates yet, so I'll know more tomorrow. Thank you. Okay. Coach Eberflus right there talking after the game. Bears defeating the Raiders 30-12 to uh, behind Tyson Bajan. 21 for 29, 164 on the day. Had a touchdown. No interceptions, no fumbles. Uh, Deontay Foreman had himself a game. Three touchdowns on the day, two on the ground. One via a pass from Tyson Bajan. Uh, Jalen Johnson, two interceptions. Just a good game overall for the Chicago Bears. And I want to hear what you got to say about it. Taking your calls uh, next, 312 644 67 67. It's a Plumbers 911 Bears Football Monday here on Chicago Sports Radio 670. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. 
Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We're back live with more Gabe Ramirez on 670 The Score. Taking your phone calls, Gabe Ramirez here on 670 Score. Broadcasting live from the Score Hyundai Studios, brought to you by your local Hyundai dealers. As you guys are listening to a Plumbers 911 Football Monday, presented by BC Bank and It's Not a Game, Illinois.com. Five o'clock pregame show with Dustin Rhodes kicks off everything, then Mullion Hall after that. Olin Kruitz, DJ Moore, Brad Biggs, top of the hour, seven, eight, and nine. Uh, during the morning show. Make sure you guys are here for that. Bernstein and Holmes have Anthony Heron and Dan Weeder at 11 and noon. And then Parkinson Spiegel, Kurt Warner at 2.40, Mark Grody at 4 o'clock. <clears throat> and then the guy who had two interceptions yesterday, Jalen Johnson, is going to be hanging out with Parkinson Spiegel at 5 p.m. Make sure you guys are listening to that. Uh, Bears with a good game today, man. The defense was really impressive. If the Bears wouldn't have allowed that last touchdown in the fourth quarter, Bears would have had six straight quarters without allowing a, a touchdown. Pretty impressive, to say the least. Um, but I want to take your phone calls. I want to hear your thoughts. Thoughts about the game. Thoughts about Tyson Bajan. Thoughts about, and more importantly, like you, if you've got to be thinking about the rest of the year and what that's going to look like. It's not going to be filled with Tyson Bajan. That's what people have been calling in saying. Tyson Bajan can take, no, no, that's not going to happen. Justin Fields will be playing the rest of the games for the Chicago Bears. How do you feel about, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, think about that. And the question I asked from the very beginning is, due to this victory, even though it was against a depleted Vegas Raiders team, does this mean that it's actually Justin Fields and it's not every other excuse you've been trying to give for him, right? It's a very manageable game, but is he the issue? Again, we're taking your call. 312-644-6767. Let's go out to Zoe in Calumet Park. So, what's up, man? Welcome to the show. Hey, hey, Gabe. How you doing, man? Doing good. Um, I was telling your producer that I know I'm not going to change your mind about Justin Fields and one phone call. That's 
not what I'm trying to do. I just wanted to say it hasn't been a consistent three years. I know he's been here for three years. And I understand what you're saying about um, him not progressing the way he should. But if you think about it, the man has had no consistency, period. No consistent coach. His offensive line has been shuffled until the last five, past week. At one point, I thought the Bears' offensive line didn't even like him, <laughs> the way he ran for his life the last three years. And if it wasn't for his, if it wasn't for his athleticism, put it this way: I could I could put on five hands, I mean on, on one hand, how many times this man has had a clean pocket to throw in three years down there. Everything the Bears. Every good offensive play they had in, in, down in the last three years was because of his um, athleticism. You know what I mean? Then they say he holds on to the ball too long. It looks good when he runs for 60 yards holding on to the ball. But as soon as he gets sacks, then all of a sudden he holds on to the ball too long. And if you got your brains beat in for three years, you'll be, you know what I'm saying, you'll be running for your life too. So I don't, I don't, I don't think it's a fair look at three years. It's not the same as saying he had a good, great shot right. at three years. So I, I hear you on that. I, I hear you on that. I guess my biggest takeaway from from that, right, because where, where, I'm here for that conversation about, you know, the O-line not being sh- as short up as it could be. Here for that conversation. You know, shuffling of, you know, coaches. Here for that conversation. But right. but I need you to be here for the conversation of, of being a, a football fan. Right, you you are a football fan. You've watched a ton of football, right? And absolutely. And and you, without question, right? I can I can put on any game, right? I can mm-hmm. put on any game. Let's say I put in a, a, two teams you've never seen before, right? I put in. Let's say they play in like a different league. You you Zoe can can look at that game and be like, that guy with that number is the best dude on the field, or you know, this guy is, is really good or this guy can, can you know, is, is a really good quarterback or a bad quarterback. You'd be able to say those things. And right. so so all I want you to do is to be able to look at Justin Fields and, and take away all those things and be able to say he's just not a top 10 quarterback, right? Because like you said, you're not going to be able to change my mind, which I, I mean, you know, so you could always try. It right? is what it is. I, I respect your decision, your opinion, put it that way. I, I respect your opinion. But I heard you say something earlier about uh, Drake May. Or even Caleb Williams, for that matter. Until the Bears shore up this line in the coaching, like we were talking about uh, McVay earlier. I heard you talking about McVay. Until they do that, the Bears are going to be right back here in three or four years. Okay, well then, about okay, so I hear you. Then why, then why did Tyson Bajan look so good today? Because they had nobody knows what he is. I guarantee if he starts next week, you won't see that same energy. He's going to get his brains beat in. Hmm. He does not have the athleticism that Justin Fields has. But what he does away. have, what he does have, and this is something that Justin Fields lacks, is the ability to get the ball out quickly, right? So the way to not take sacks, and we've seen this, right? Mm-hmm. On opposing quarterbacks, right. do it to the Bears all the time. Tom Brady can't touch him, getting the ball out quickly. Aaron Rodgers getting the right. ball out quickly. Any backup quarterback that's ever beat the Bears, they just get the ball out quickly, right? Like that's the way to right. avoid sacks and do those things. So, so again, I just, I, I want you to. I mean, I hear you. I hear what you're saying. You think he's going to get his brains beat in? People are going to have some tape on him. They're going to be able well, to play against him. That's kind of 
aggressive what I said by getting his brains oh, beat in. I'm saying they're going to figure right. him out a little bit. Right. Yeah. They're going to figure him out. I, I think um, he's going to play. He's going to face. He's going to face stiffer competition next week. That we know for sure with the Chargers, right? right? We know that. Mm-hmm. The Bears' defense is, isn't going to be given a, a backup quarterback and a and an injured you know, running back and Josh Jacobs and an and a, and a emotionless Devontae Adams. Next week they're going to have a motivated Chargers team that just lost to the, to the, to the Chiefs. Uh, Justin Herbert and the game his, plan is going to change considerably. It, it, right. Exactly, right? So, but the thing is mm-hmm. this, like what would success in that, that space look like against the Chargers next week, right? Let's say they don't win, but Tyson Bajan does have, you know, Another touchdown does you know sixty five percent completion percentage and and when they're within striking distance because because that's what I look at the the Vikings game so I look at the Vikings game and I'm like yeah he had a really bad second half but he did drive him down for a long tutty and put him in a position to almost win the game at the very end right like things that I look at that I feel like are, are decent but but I don't think well, if he has to come back from uh, uh let's say Justin Herbert has a good game. And Austin Eckler has, you know, running the ball pretty good. And the Bears are coming back from behind pretty good. Is he that same quarterback? Like you said, the Raiders are not, not good at all. You know, so we get, right. as Bears fans, we can always say the Raiders. Yeah. Ain't no Raider fan about to talk crazy to us. Put, put, it, put it that way. <laughs> right. Right. right <laughs> it, this is what I'm saying. So I don't understand. I if don't, Justin I, Fields come in. It's, it's a, he's a totally different quarterback. If he's, if he has a, a good running back, which like his foreman never really got a shot. Right. If he if his offensive line, his left tackle, you tell me our left tackle is not a turnstile. Period. Period. And for, this man cannot even trust his blind side. Yeah, Larry Brown was pretty bad today. Unintended. Yeah. <laughs> you know right, I mean? right, right. I mean I I I think this, I mean listen, no one's arguing or I'm not arguing, I should say, whether or right. not Justin Fields is better than Tyson Bajan. That's to me is what I question, right? I think Justin Fields is a better quarterback okay. than Tyson Bajan. Not make not having the argument. It's good to see something different though, though, right? It's it's good to see a game being won oh, in like a different the manner. You guys said earlier about the Bears um grooming a, a backup quarterback. I think the last one we had was Kyle Orton, maybe that was a backup that was Right. So, who, so let, me, let me ask you this, though. So who do you think is going to be the starting quarterback for the Bears next year? I agree with you. All the way he's not the starting quarterback is if he gets traded. So that's you, the only you, you way. Other just than that, team. I have yeah. no clue. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I feel. Other I, than that, they have no clue. No, no choice. I, pre- start I appreciate the cause, though. Thanks for, for, for chiming in. The phone lines are open. 312-644-6767. Been asking that question all day, too. Who's going to be the starter next year? I said I said it's gonna be Justin Fields. Like you gotta think about like Ryan Poles and, and, and where he's at and he's still young in his little baby career too and and he thinks that, you know, he just needs to take it to just a, just a, another level up. But he's not gonna make stupid decisions with the team, right? And I, I just, you know, to be like, yeah, blow it up. He's gonna move on from Justin and move on from Coach if, from Eberflus. I don't know. That's that's a that, that's a tough pill to swallow. If, for, for our fan base, especially in this situation. But it'll be interesting to see what's going to happen. Uh, but, again, taking your calls, 312-644-6767. Text line is open as well. There's somebody that is just – how do I block somebody on here? That's what, that's what I used to do during a thing. Uh, this guy's literally been texting for four hours straight. But I like it, though. I guess you're, you're, you're it, this is a compelling show. Um. Let's see. Somebody said Eberflus sounded uh, smarter after a victory. 
certainly sounded uh, more enthusiastic. That is for certain. Um, I think that obviously everybody's everybody's a little happier after a victory, and even the quarterback, for that matter. Uh, we got an opportunity to hear from Tyson Bajan after his victory. I want to play some audio from his dad too. His dad's pretty swaggy, also. Uh, but here's Tyson Bajan following the Bears' victory, thirty to twelve against the Las Vegas Raiders. How's everybody? Tyson, you had a lot of family and friends in the stands today. How are you dealing with the pressure or even just the emotion of having your first career start today? I feel like I, I feel like I dealt with it good. I felt like I had the team, my family, uh, kind of really rallied behind me, gave me a lot of support this week, which I think gave me all the confidence in the world to go you know, do what we did today. Were you nervous today? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Was there a point at which you weren't anymore? Were you kind of? Yeah, I feel like I settled in uh, after the first snap. Really, I I feel like I feel really nervous uh, the whole week until we get on the field for pregame, and then it usually goes away. But uh, just like any week, there was uh, there were some nerves. Tyson, I asked you last week. I said, if you were moving forward, if you're a QB one, how confident were were you leading the scene of victory? You looked me dead in the face and said, I'm very confident. Where did that come from, and what did you do today to build up to do that? I feel like I've played like a million games at quarterback. I feel like I, I was able, you know, I was able to uh, win the job in high school my sophomore year, and then you know I started every game uh, through my senior year of college. Uh, so that's, I mean, that's seven years of starting, you know, understanding what the week of preparation looks like, um, and going through pretty much every concept and, and run concept that there is. So, uh, I've, repetition, mother of all learners, and I've been blessed to have a lot of repetitions in my life. So. How much did the physical running game help you? Uh, yeah, it's just like any game. You know, if the you know the big boys on offense and defense, I thought, you know, played extremely well today. Um, anytime that you're able to do that, it makes things easier for everybody. So I thought they did an outstanding job today. So on, on the touchdown pass, can you just walk us through that play? And obviously, it's nothing fancy, but what you saw and how that play unfolded for you. Uh, yeah, I guess in a sense, we're running snag. Um, so checked the flat, had Cole on the snag route, had a corner route by Moon, um, just kind of high-low in the corner. Um, he gave enough depth where really he was kind of in the middle. I could have pr- probably thrown it to either him or Mooney, um, but it was enough space. And, you know, focal point this week was, you know, get the ball out of your hands. Um, so it was easy, just especially how he was playing today, get it to him, let him break a tackle, um, which he did. Um, and that was kind of the extent of it. How do you describe what Deontay meant today to the entirety of, of the day? Yeah, I thought Deontay played out of his mind today. I thought he played extremely well, kind of a uh, little little glimpse of some things that he was able to do last year. Um, I know he's itching to get out there and, you know, have a good game just because, you know, like he told us in the locker room, a lot of watching for him uh, this season so far. So it was only a matter of time for he was able to break out and have a good day like today. You talk about getting the ball out of your hands quickly. Um, several times you – Avoided negative plays, getting the ball. I think one of the best decisions was you dirted the screen pass when it wasn't open. How much of a focus do you put on that in terms of avoiding the negative plays just to keep moving on to the next play? Yeah, I feel like that's a staple of how I've always tried to play quarterback, just getting the ball out of your hands. Um, and then just try to uh, combine that with just making really good decisions. Um, you know, I think I, I got away with in college a lot of times getting the ball out of your hands, but also forcing some things um, just because I was, you know, had that freedom to do so. I think at this level, you know, we're valuing the ball, trying to be plus two in that section like Coach Blues preaches to us every week. Um, so I just kind of had that in the back of my head all week. Like, hey, if it's not there, play the next play. You know, end every drive with a kick, um, which we were able to do today. 
Tyson, what did it do for you? What did it mean to you to have all of these parts of the game that you don't control go your way? Where the offensive line holds up, the defense plays really well, the foreman plays well. Yeah, I think it means a lot to a lot of people. You know, I think we've been looking for a win here at Soldier Field for a while. Um, so it means, you know, it basically means the world to everyone else uh, when you're able to play well in the trenches, when you're able to control the line of scrimmage, run the ball well, and, you know, stop the other team's run game. Um, I thought it was an outstanding team effort today. So your first drive of the third quarter, you guys take a lot of time off the clock, you know, march down to the score. What did that do for the sideline? You know, this is a team that hadn't been great at protecting leads, and all of a sudden you, you build on it and you take a lot of time off. Yeah, I think it's hard to have, it's hard to start fast in the second half when you have such a you know such a controlling first half. So I think you know that was just another one of the focal points. You know, don't let this be a comeback story at the end of the day. Um, I thought Coach Getze at halftime, you know, on the whiteboard, you know, able to dial up uh, some some outstanding plays that we were looking forward to running in the second half. And I thought we were able to. Um, we were able to execute a lot of those. Um, I thought the screen was perfect. Um, I thought, you know, still running the ball effectively, getting the ball out of our hands and um, taking our shots downfield when we can. So I thought, you know, he dialed up some some amazing stuff today. Do you remember one or two plays from that drive that he, that he scrubbed down? Yeah, that screen is one of them. The screen is definitely one of them that stands out, and I think that you couldn't, we couldn't have executed that any better. So, able to come that. It's been on the call sheet for a couple of weeks. So for him to have the confidence in, you know, me, the O line, you know, everybody to execute, you know, kind of a high risk play when you're throwing the ball back across the field. Um, I thought it was great. Patrick was, was celebrating after that screen. Yeah, he was. He'd been waiting for that play to be called. Yeah. Right before the half, the guys had the, the shot to hell mirror. It had been about a 60-yard eight to the end zone. They chose to go with Nate. You think you can get it to the end zone from there about 60? Yeah, I mean, I think I've got a cannon. Um, <laughs> you know, I wouldn't be here if I didn't. I think that there was, you know, we're playing in the Windy City. I had one this week that came off my hand a little funny, but, uh, you know, never want to get it twisted. Uh, Nate's got a very powerful arm as well. Um, but I, I like to think that I've got an extremely strong arm, and, and the ball most definitely would have got there. But... It would so with Nate too, so I had obviously no problem there. The quarterback sneak, and I think it was the first quarter. What was the strategy on that instead of going over straight up the middle? Like you were trying to avoid Crosby. Yeah, I think uh, not necessarily Crosby. Although I think our whole game plan was kind of centered around where he was on the field. It was just one of those things where we ran a lot of Q sneaks uh, this year. Uh, so being able to um, sneak it in the B gap, just because. You know, they want to take it. They want to take the A gaps away. Be able to take a slide, a slide step to the right or left, depending on which one looks better. Um, was kind of something we talked about um, really before the game. Just you know, be ready to you know execute the Q sneak um, in the B gap. You know, other than A gap. How, how anxious does this make you want to get back out there again? Yeah, I think it, you know, winning is contagious. Uh, so. You know, we get a little bit, get a little bit of a break this early this week to enjoy this, but um, just really making it a focal point to the staff and the, and the players. You know, let's get back on the horse. Let's get ready. Uh, we'll play another good team uh, coming up this week. So, um, you know, 17 weeks in this regular season, so not really a whole lot of time to sit back and enjoy this and ready. To, obviously, you know, when you win, everybody's a little bit more excited to get back out there. And at your first NFL start as a rookie, I mean, that's like a dream realized. Are you able to process that yet, or is it still a little too fresh from just playing? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I've got a, a, you know, where I come from, I got a bunch of friends, a bunch of family that uh, understand, understood, uh, 
you know, how big this was just really just in life. You know, not a lot of people get to say they started an NFL game, uh, let alone win an NFL game. So um, definitely had a lot of those conversations today. I think the staff understood it, too, and the players. That's why, you know, everybody rallied behind me, you know, as well as they did. So I, w I was able to take it in uh, with a handful of different conversations I had throughout the week. Um, and, yeah. How was Justin and his role supporting you today? You know, I, I couldn't really ask much more from, you know, him, the QB room, you know, as a whole. I think, you know, Justin and Nate, when I talk about people that rallied back behind me and had my back and helped me throughout the week with just, you know, different things to look at, just with the amount of experience that they have, uh, Justin and Nate were, were pivotal in, uh, you know, how we were able to execute today and the way I played today on the field. You talked Wednesday about you know, beating the odds to get this opportunity. Um, what, what do you think... You play with, you have that bravado that everyone talks about, the confidence that you have in the locker room. How do you think that benefited you today, that confidence you play with? Uh, you know, I think that, uh, you know, football gives me the ability to let loose. I don't know how loud I, I would be in my life if I didn't have football, just in general. Uh, it kind of gives me that alleyway to scream and shout and, you know, I, you know, it helps me out and I hope it, it definitely infiltrates the minds of the people I have around me and kind of gives them that, that you know that that f same feeling, whatever it is, that they can you know also be that part on the team. And um, whenever you can be excited and just be happy that you're able to play football, um, and everybody plays like it, uh, you get kind of what happened today. How big of a crowd did you have here for yourself personally, family and friends? How many people came down today? Uh, a lot. Yeah. The uh, the. Um, yeah, my, my paycheck probably won't look the same uh, this week. So I had a lot of people, yeah. What do you, what do, you do tonight now? Obviously, a lot of people in town have an ability to celebrate. Yeah, you know, I've never really been away from home my whole life. Um, so I don't, you know, this is new for me, not being able to see my friends and family uh, like I usually am able to. So uh, I'm going to relax and just, you know, enjoy the time that I'm able to spend with them tonight. Where's your confidence level now? Uh, the same. I don't think, you know, you can't, you know, Shouldn't allow for your confidence to, you know, rise or drop, win or lose. You just kind of, kind of, you know, play the next play, as a lot of people like to say. Um, and that's what I look forward to doing uh, this next time of week. It was amazing. I mean, Soldier Field is, is off the chain today. You couldn't ask for a better weather day. Um, I thought the crowd was got involved right when they needed to. Uh, and I thought that helped our, our defense, you know, continue to be as dominant as they have been the last couple of weeks. And, um, kind of gave the offense, you know, a confidence boost with the, you know, trunk plays and the excitement that was, you know, all around Soldier Field today. Say it again. Said that you were aware of the hype around you during mm -hmm. the preseason, but you did a good job avoiding it. It's only going to get louder now. So how do you anticipate handling it throughout the rest of the season? Uh, yeah, I think you know, no matter how big, you know, how, no matter how big it is, I feel like I'm a pretty grounded person. You know, I don't like a whole lot of fancy stuff. I don't like, you know, I like to keep it simple. So, um, you know, it's real easy to turn the phone off. So that's about all. It's about all it takes. Yeah. Did you get the game, Did you get the game ball tonight? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was three, and uh, I, coach was. Uh, you know, nice enough to give me one, so I appreciated that. What was his message just that to you after the game? Uh, just that it was, you know, my first career start. Pretty big deal for any quarterback that gets his first career start. Um, and just once again, just everybody having my back and rallying behind me and making me feel good, so I always appreciate that. Thank you. Bears quarterback Tyson Bajan talking to the media after the game. Bears defeat the Las Vegas Raiders 30-12. to It's Gabe Ramirez here on 670 to score. Taking your phone calls. 
Thoughts on the Bears game today? 3-1-2-6-44-67-67. You saw Tyson Bajan. Good enough to uh good enough to be your starting quarterback? Tyson Bajan gets the victory. First one of his career against a bad, bad, banged up Las Vegas Raiders team. But these are the things you got to be thinking about. I mean, Justin Fields is going to be back in just a little bit. And we all know Justin Fields is going to be getting the start, but some people like what they see in Tyson, right? Sometimes the grass, people love what they see on the other side of that fence. Say, hey, man, you know what? I wouldn't mind a, a boring game that ends in a victory, even if it is against a bad team. But we're taking your phone calls. Thoughts on that? Thoughts on Justin Fields? Thoughts on the defense of the Chicago Bears, which I thought did a very, very good job yesterday. 312-644-6767. It's Gabe Ramirez here on a Plumbers 911 Football Monday. Brought to you by Busey Bank and It's Not a Game Illinois.com. Your phone calls coming up right after this. Again, 312 644 6767. It's Gabe Ramirez here on 670 The Score. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.